0: this for no reason I can't can't. I'm gonna end up spending way too much money on Shrek shirts and you know it's fine if I was gonna spend money on anything of course it would be Shrek shirts but
1: alright looks like we're recording it can hear us we're good I hope so I'm gonna move that up move that back play with it a little bit Get that rolling. Okay. Let that count down. Take a drink of coffee. I'm
0: so hungover, I feel like I'm gonna die. (laughs) Okay. Mm.
1: All right. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. We're together, we're late. Like a oh, two weeks late almost, but that's fine. What would you expect? What else? It was my birthday. We're busy I'm busy with school. I'm sure life is busy. Everything's busy. Too much. Anyway, I'm Champ Champ time.
0: I am yes, I am Heather. <laughs> and
1: this is talk comics to me. Uh, that was just a ramble and a half right there.
0: Look, we're busy. This we have got a lot going on. Please
1: don't judge us. Uh so yeah, we're here to talk about this week's comics. So, have there Do you have anything or do you want to start us off? Um
0: I would like to point out no one is losing their minds. We did not record last week either. So, we will get to that eventually. Yeah, I, I just I just remembered that because I saw the stickers on there from Everything Sucks and I was like, "We never talked about that yeah. one." But yeah, we did miss a whole ass week. So, we <laughs> might just maybe we'll just post the pictures of what we got. We'll do something rather than yeah, but this is it. I have dried shampoo in my hair right now. I didn't rinse it all out. Okay. Ugh. Okay, but we are going to talk about comics. That's all I've got. That was all I was going to mention, because that's like eight comics. Yeah, it's like a decent amount. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> we deserve to take our time. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so I have uh, this Conan book. This is number one. It's called Hour of the Dragon. Just another Conan story. Uh, Someone raises up an evil uh, king that had died. I don't know if it's like a king or like a warlock, whatever. I don't know. I just told Champ. I don't remember reading this, but I know that I did read it. So it's very, very weird. There's like a a hole in my memory where this comic was. Um, Yeah, they're trying to just overthrow... Conan and stuff and they partially succeed. So I'm not sure if this is gonna be like a, a two issue series like they sometimes do or maybe four. Three. Yeah. Four three. Three, four. Something yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, I do really like this one for the art mostly, which is, is weird because I know it's I'm pretty sure it's the same artist that it normally is, but this story looks really good with this like gross art. No. Okay. It grosses and like just dark and like Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of words in it, and I did not mind it at all. I also don't remember reading it, so so who knows? But yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, that yeah, no, this one was it was really really good because I don't know, I like the way uh, that they don't Marvelize Conan. They just make him real hard and brutal. Yeah, which is is fun. Um, I have not read the story in the back yet, which I I do usually read when I'm reading these feels like the font went back to a really small yeah yeah it's it's very very tiny and it's a lot to read I will get to it um, just because I feel like reading the story with the comic really does give it that extra yeah so yeah I'll get to it let you know probably by the next issue it's just a lot to do right now so I <laughs> don't ask me to do more than I can handle <laughs> You want me to go again? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, this is Human Remains. This is issue number six. I have not been able to get caught up on this because I never got my replacement for number three. So I just wanted to show it because I really do like this and I really really want to read it, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Can't. Wild, it's like six issues. I hour. know. I, I know. And I, you know, is this the last issue or is? I it- don't know. Actually, I'll have to look into that. I just like I haven't been paying attention because. It's damaged. Um, Just because it, you know, it hadn't come in. So I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. But then I realized it hasn't come in yet. And when you look at, like, the order and stuff for it, it was just never filled. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to get number three, like, from the shop if if I'm going to have to, like, order it from somewhere different. But who knows? Um, But, yeah, no, this is about an alien life force that kind of uh, plants itself on Earth and just does not like loud noises. But, I mean, I did enjoy the first two issues quite a bit, so yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. Again, do do not ask me to do more than I can.
1: (laughs) And in this case, you
0: can't. I I literally (laughs) can't right now. It's very frustrating for me. All right, a book that
1: I started but did not get all the way through, I read like a couple chapters was Squire. I was pretty excited to get this book. I've been looking forward to it for a bit of time. Um, but yeah, just about a young girl who is born a second class citizen and wants to become like go into the military and earn like the highest honors of becoming a Squire. Uh, her parents are kind of against it and, eventually they give in and mainly just because they want her to be her own person oh, wow. um but you know because she is this i believe it's or, or new is what the the class is called um or yeah uh she like has this tattoo that's supposed to you know help them find each other when they're like separated and things But they, like, cover up her tattoo and, like, you're telling her, you know, try to join with a clean slate so nobody judges you. And they'll judge you for who you are and not for, like, you know, who they think you are because of this, like, aspect of yourself. So, yeah, I'm excited to, like, get into it. I'm hoping this week during, like, spring break, since I have a smidge of free time, just a little bit, I can, like, get the rest read. Because even, like, the little bit I read was really quick it's just a I mean it's like a young adult book but that doesn't mean it's you know doesn't have oomph to it it's just like it's
0: a quick read at the same time yeah no it it looks really good like the art and the idea of the story and
1: and like I said I follow uh Sarah and Nadia on Twitter which is how I figured found out about this book and so yeah just like how excited they were about the book I think got me a little excited too because it's just like I don't know it's nice when people like really love their work and want people to read it so mm-hmm. good I love that so yeah I'm excited to you know actually get into it so far so good though okay <laughs> uh, so now we've got Daisy this is issue number four um, there's a lot of stuff going on seems like Daisy may have been tricked seems like the bad guy may not be a bad guy I don't know. There was some like weird Hellraiser, like stuff going on in here. Yeah, (laughs) skin man, skinless man talking to me.
0: So, I love it, honestly. But yeah, no, this gives more of a an origin to how Daisy exists as she is right now. Which the the art in this issue absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, no,
1: some of the colors are really, really like really good too. Yeah, this issue was very, very good. Like, art wise mm-hmm. and like story wise, it's just like there's so much going on. And even within four issues, I'm just like, I know, I know what's going on, but I also just feel like it's just so like I don't know if heady is the right word mm-hmm. or just like dense. Like, there's just so much, like, ha- there's a lot of pieces mm-hmm. happening.
0: Yeah, I kind of like how you go into it with like this is what the story is and you think it's just like a mom searching for her kid and then all of a sudden it turns into this weird yeah esque like cult story and it's like what what the f- yeah, what is like, going on yeah. yeah but they did a really good job of like not making it too overwhelming and making it interesting still because with all of the things that are happening in it i still am interested and yeah, i still yeah. want to figure out the conclusion to this story for sure, because there's just
1: so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just good. Um, I mean, Heather, you should talk about this book, I guess.
0: OK, so basically, this is like um, a futuristic, I don't want to say post-apocalyptic, because it is and it isn't at the same time. Yeah. But it's more of like a futuristic story of a family who is kind of scrounging by trying to get off of the rock that they are on. Um, in this world, the 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 mom has the ability to go to another planet. I can't remember what planet it is. She has the ability to go there, but her husband and her daughter do not. So what she is trying to do is get them, like, licenses so that they can leave too. But mm-hmm. in order to do that, they need money. They need, like, supplies, like, all kinds of stuff. So this is them, like, trying to get all that stuff done so that they can't leave where they're at Um but yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really, it's good. really, really good. The art in it is absolutely incredible. I love it. But it's—I uh, was telling Champ that the the first issue is kind of hard for me to like understand exactly what the story was about, um, just because they just like throw you in with no background on like the the world that we're entering or mm-hmm. like what exactly is going on. And so, yeah, it was it was very confusing for me. And I did still like it. I I thought it was really good all very confusing for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get because I couldn't explain exactly like what was happening, but there was just something there where I was like, yeah, I, I do like this. I'm just not quite sure what's going on, but this issue does a really, really good job of explaining everything that was going on in the first one, like the different moving mm-hmm. parts of the story. And at the end, there's also the author included um, information about the world that they've built which I thought was really, really interesting. They explained like the, the hypergates and then a little bit of the war that caused them to get into this place, and then their um, own little history growing up in Nigeria. Okay. So yeah, it's it was really good, and that was also, and it wasn't it wasn't like a huge long like list of things. It was just short and sweet to introduce the world to you, and I I really enjoyed that because normally like. I do read author's notes sometimes, you know, but it's not every time that I do it. And I wouldn't, I don't think I would have for this one just because I I usually wait until the end and then I'm like, let me read what's in that one. But yeah, very, very good. Nice and nice and easy. And apparently I didn't realize this, but they were their video game developers, Hmm. which are like writers or they have something to do with the world of video games, which makes sense now. The story does to me yeah. because this would make an incredible video game. Yeah, I can agree with that. Go ahead, just talk that. I wouldn't shut up about that book. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, I have Thor. This is issue twenty-three. It's the the last part of the God of Hammer story arc. Yeah, it's it's whatever. I I have a lot of problems with things that happen in this one um odin spoiler alert i guess odin dies and thor uses the odin force to just magically beat his hammer which he couldn't do before all it took was the death of daddy and then he could magically just like (laughs) power up and beat him the odin force sounds like the phoenix force it's pretty it's very close to that (laughs) um yeah, knocks himself out, is there four months like in this the Odin sleep. I think they call it a Thor sleep in this one, which is stupid. But he wakes up and like um, He was just in a coma. Yeah. His mommy, his uh Angela sister, and Loki is there. I hated how Loki was written in this. Absolutely hated it. Can't explain why. It just did not feel like Loki to me, and it bothered me a lot. It's- whatever it's what it's it's a Donnie kate's thor book it's fine i just didn't it's not necessary <laughs> i don't understand what what is happening with this story i don't understand what where each story arc is going it's it's too much for how little we get in return so i don't know doesn't seem like there's a beginning or end point mm-hmm. it's like how we wanted buffy to be each story arc was just like a different little adventure that's pretty much what Thor is, except, again, it's just not necessary mm-hmm. because someone new is introduced, and then it, like, just... That's the same problem that Buffy had, though, too. Yeah. It's just, like, there's too much being thrown into it at
1: once, and you're yeah. just, like, I, I need just, like, one solid, like, character and thing put into here.
0: Yeah. I think so far out of this series, I've liked maybe one and a half arcs that Donny Cates has done mm-hmm. so far and it like pains me that, that i like don't look forward to reading thor anymore like i get it and i'm like oh just whatever i'll read that one when it used to be the first book that i read and i don't know i want to take it off but it's that also hurts me because like i just love thor so much so i don't know the art however is just killing it every single time yeah and i think that's why i keep holding out that like maybe Maybe the art will make the stories more enjoyable for me, and to an extent they do because I do find myself like lingering on the pages longer. But I just don't care. I don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm over it. (laughs) I'm gonna talk about this one. Okay. Um, This is X Men Legends number twelve. I literally only got this because of the variant. Uh, Yeah. I do like these stories a lot, but I had to take it off my poll because it was just, I didn't understand enough of them, too, because what they what X-Men Legends does is it just takes a, one of the older X-Men series, like Excalibur, or whatever, which is what this one is from, and creates a little storyline between issues to explain it more. So, like, this one... Uh, it's just, oh yeah, it's the prelude to Excalibur. So it literally is just leading up to what happens with, like, Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride, okay. which I do think is very interesting, but again, I didn't read enough of the older series to yeah, more on, just, yeah. like, yeah, reading random issues, because as much as I enjoyed this the random issues... I, I was never going to read the series that it yeah. was, like, in between or, like, leading up to and stuff. So, yeah, I, had, I took it off. But I just really like this cover a lot. And since it is just a prelude to the Excalibur series, I understood what was going on just fine. So,
1: Okay, this is Devil's Reign. This is issue five of six. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. This is just uh, Kingpin trying to win the votes of everybody uh, i'm just gonna spoil some stuff uh realizes that daredevil like daredevil is matt murdoch and decides that so like ins- <laughs> instead of well he didn't know <laughs> i know so just I know. in case somebody was like oh no um so he decides instead of like winning the city back being the mayor he is going to kill like every single superhero and every, and like killed Matt Murdock. The problem with that right now is that his brother who was made up by the stone, Mm -hmm. Mike, he has been posing as Matt Murdock the entire time. So that, that happens, that happens. Um, but there was, I don't, (laughs) this made me almost like put the book down. There's a line where Jessica Jones is talking to us agent and she says they're kids, you Captain America can't. And I love Chip. Chip's one of my favorite writers, but that was like the worst fucking written line I've ever had Can to I read out of a comic book. It's like, bro, I I've also seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico. We don't we don't need to do that. We don't need to
0: have that one. Okay. No, <laughs> I didn't like it. It should have said their kids, you Captain America cunt. <laughs> that would have been way better. That would have
1: been a better line. Could have even,
0: you know, put it out. But I'm gonna write to Chip and tell him you—he really dropped the ball. Yeah, on that Yeah, he
1: really fucked up. But yeah, that line just really, really ruined it for me. As a, as a whole, like this event's been just like meh. I really like the X-Men Devil's Reign, like little side story. And once again, it could just be Phil Noto's art in yeah. that book that really like wins out, but I don't know. It's not like I really needed this. I I don't know why they're gonna have to start a whole new Daredevil number one after this event. Yeah. Like I don't I don't, I don't, I don't, get don't understand that. that. Um It's fine. I'll keep Daredevil on. Like I enjoy the book as a whole. I felt like it started out stronger than like some of the last, like Story arc or so has been, mm-hmm. but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see how this wraps up. Like, I think stuff is. There's going to be some shifting pieces for sure.
0: I just think there's like, it's too overwhelmed. Like, everything that's with, included with Devil's Reign and stuff. Like, well, it's all just the like, side series Yeah, and it's stuff. just, like,
1: like, any Marvel event. It feels like there's 20 Marvel events going across, like, several different books, you know? It's, like, mm-hmm. Devil's Reign's happening in Daredevil. Like, Death of Doctor Strange had just happened. Um, all of the fucking Star Wars shit. Oh, my God. Like, it's just, there's so... Like, it's just, like, give it up, bro. Because even after Devil's Reign, there's the Eternals Avengers like judgment day thing that karen's doing like that giant event like there's just i like it's it's, too much yeah that's part of the reason like i don't necessarily like reading like you know marvel books is because it's just like i just need one book bro and i don't need it every fucking week like spider-man like i just need one book once a month and i'm fine like it's it's totally chill you don't have to do all this like it's
0: It does seem a bit unnecessary and kind of like they're just stealing from us because we're going to pay them for it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's very mean. (laughs) It's very mean. And this
1: was like an event I almost didn't get on, but it was also just like, well, I'm reading Daredevil and this is, this is tied into Daredevil. This is a very Daredevil, like focused
0: book. Right.
1: I don't know. That's just a, that's just complaining about Marvel more than anything else.
0: No, that's fair. Just too much. We went through all of that stuff with X-Men like every month. Yeah. So, like, so I get it. And yeah. I mean, we're still kind of yeah, doing it with Yeah, lives and deaths, but whatever. We're going to talk.
1: Uh, this is Seven Secrets. This is issue number 15. So this is definitely coming to some form of end. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this issue got me all, all weepy. Just because one of my, like, I don't know, one of my favorite characters is just, like, came to love somebody, and I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize I even liked this dude that much. But yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that, like, gets revealed here, and once again, lines are just, like, blurred as to, like, what is good and what is bad. So I really still think Amon is on his bed.
0: Yeah, no, he very much is. I was, I was telling, <laughs> like, Julian and I were talking about this and I was like, this issue, I feel like it was one of those where like, after you read it, you're like, yeah, I hate that fucking dude. He's a piece of shit. And I did. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, but did you see how good he looked when he was swinging that scythe? Like, look at him. And I felt like such a dick after that. Yeah, that's a stupid reason I to know. think anybody's like attracted or anybody's oh, yeah. like you
1: know. Yeah, no, he's I just, just thought he looked
0: really cool, like with the coat and stuff. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to like what else he was doing. That's why when he did it, I was like, oh, Ugh. he's a dick. Yeah, I he's a really bad person. Mm-hmm. He's a really shitty person. And it's like his his reasons for it too are just like, like when he's you first kind of explain what has happened, what he's doing, it's like, okay, but is that like wrong or right? Because you don't know like the whole story, you know? Like you just have his side of it where he's like, you're all being tricked to like this isn't Yeah. This isn't what's supposed to be happening. But yeah, he does stuff like that where it's just like you didn't have to do that to prove your point, dude. He's a kid. Well and that's the thing is just like, I don't know
1: a lot of stories like this would be unnecessary if people would just approach it in a logical manner mm-hmm. of like hey let's let's try to talk about like what is actually happening here like
0: He's but, a bit unhinged <laughs> but just yeah, he's a little just,
1: bit he's just evil yeah like he's just an evil dude like i think i don't i don't know his intentions are not clear enough like I feel like here he becomes just like I I don't see how these other two can follow him oh, with yeah. this idea of what the prophecy is but it's just like what where does the prophecy like start and begin and like mm-hmm. where does things like you know prophecies always deviate right
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's just he's he's just a baby. He's just acting like a baby with a soiled diaper and I'm over it. Bad guys be bad guys. Maybe. You know, you're right. Uh, so this
1: is Buffy, the last vampire slayer. This is issue number four. This is a nice little wrap-up to a little side story. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was just heartwarming and really had, like, that Buffy energy that did not get out of the main title Buffy at all. I like, think it just felt, yeah, it just felt very Buffy-esque.
0: Yeah, all of the characters even, like, they they felt real. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there there are a lot of Buffy stories where, like, Buffy doesn't feel like Buffy or, like, Spike doesn't feel like Spike. But I think every single character, even the new ones, like, we've...
1: Yeah, they fit within yeah. the group really well. Yeah. It was a really,
0: really good story. And I, it was
1: really believable. Like, the girl was
0: Willow uh, and Tara's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Joyce, like, I've... This was a really, really good story for only four issues. That
1: magnificent. Yeah, no, it did what it was supposed to do. And I'm probably, I don't know, this was probably the best, like, Buffy little mini series that they've done so far. Mm -hmm. Like, or even like out of the little one shots that I've really enjoyed, this has been the best one. Yeah,
0: definitely is way (laughs) up there. (laughs) Yeah, I think the only other one that I enjoyed along the same level was that, like, one shot the tea time or whatever and that was just because it was like a weird little silly story. See
1: I like that next generations one where it was
0: just like different like (gasps) slayers Oh my god I forgot about that one because it had the three different artists too Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah that one. one was really good No. Fuck, I forgot about that one. There was just so much bad Buffy stuff during that time period that, like, I completely blocked that one out. I was like, no, there are no good Buffy stories. Yeah,
1: that Willow one was a real bad one.
0: I never even got the last issue. I I never even finished that series because I was like, "Mm, I don't really care. Like, the art was really cool in it, but, like, the story was weird as hell, so I...
1: I fit right in line with the just jaggedness of all the rest of the Buffy main title series. Okay, go ahead.
0: Sorry. Weird. I do have to interject here and just say recording in person is... I know sometimes we do have to do it over Zoom just because we both got stuff going on, but I just feel like I have more to say about my comics when we're together. I don't know what it is. Like, now I just feel like I can't shut up. I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. um, This is... Critical role: The Tales of Exandria, The Bright Queen, Issue Number Four. This is the last one. This kind of concludes how the queen came to exist. Um, what happened to the daughter and stuff. Uh, I I really did enjoy this just because like I am aware of who the Bright Queen is and I know about Exandria and everything like that. But having this little origin mm-hmm. I guess of this story was really good I love the art in it just how it's so dark every single issue is just it's so dark and I I do I love it but colors are really good yeah and that's like part of the reason why I just love it so much and it's like it doesn't matter where they are in the story whether it's daytime or nighttime it's always those tones yeah yeah yeah, anyway, it, it was good. I did enjoy it quite a bit, and I do think that if you enjoy like fantasy stories, you don't necessarily have to know anything about this because it is an origin above anything else. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Damn that cover is really good. Mm-hmm. It was just a nice little story, and I am glad that that was all they did for it, because I feel like if they were gonna do anything more, it just it would have lost what it was supposed to mean. Okay. Um, so this is Broken Eye, this is issue number one. Um, this story, I, I did not like the art in it at all. I tried so hard to like enjoy it, but it was just, whatever. It's about a guy in the uh, 70s, I believe, in Liverpool, I believe. Um, he has a fake eye and he can like look at dead bodies and stuff and see how they died. And he's just kind of discovering that that's what is happening when a hand washes up on shore and he says, bull, and picks it up and then gets the whole like history of like who the hand belonged to and all that kind of stuff. And then on the other side of town, there's an investigation being done on someone who was missing. So you can clearly see what's going on here. This, I mean, the story was, it was, yeah, Liverpool 1970. Damn dude, I Mm -hmm. got it right. Yeah. Right on the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like you read the book and everything. Yeah, it's like I read it all the way through, even. But I don't, I don't know. It, the art really did not. It was not for me, and that bummed me out quite a bit because the story itself was interesting and it was like pretty cool. So I don't know. I did add it to my poll, but with Scout books, it's probably only going to be like three or four issues. Yeah, so it's not like heavy. Yeah. So I, I, I will read it, but I just needed everyone to know that the art just wasn't it for me. <laughs>
1: That's all. Uh, okay, so I have Punisher. This is issue number one. Let's hear about Punisher. Um, he's just murdering people. It's, I I don't want to ruin this book if people want to read it. It's... I really like the beginning with the... What's Paul Azateca? Uh, yes. Or Azaceta. Azaceta. Either way, uh, I really enjoyed his art quite a bit, and then uh, he, Jesus Saiz, does the like actual rest of the issue, and that art is so insanely good. If there's anything I took out of this book, art was great. Story was just like okay, because um, I don't necessarily yeah like want to spoil the ending, and I think the ending is a big reason of like everything that's happening, but. Frank is working for the hand so you're kind of just like picking up from there and figuring out why he's doing this thing. I'm like tempted to add it to my pull file and also just like I don't do I want it? Mm-hmm.
0: I think maybe I mean you've been reading it did you get the first issue or did you just read I, it off the wall? I just special ordered the first oh, okay, issue. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it is one of those things where it's just like well how much it's just like It seemed a little ridiculous like yeah the ending will really like the ending really was ridiculous (laughs) enough for me to be like why
0: I would say maybe just like read them off the wall yeah yeah I mean I might just add it and see what happens and I can
1: always drop it yeah
0: it's not like it's gonna
1: hurt me but is it ongoing or is it just yeah it's ongoing at least for like a period of time I haven't I haven't seen it. Anything about it being just like limited, but right. that also
0: does not mean anything, right? I mean, you could at least add it for like the the first story arc because yeah. that's usually you know make or break. For, yeah, you know. I would like
1: to see where this goes because there's like kind of honestly, kind of feel like a aspect of necrophilia to it.
0: Sorry, <laughs> I didn't. Mean to, I didn't mean to do the suggestive eyebrows at that. But was that's, that's interested. Yeah,
1: that's that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna stop talking now. Okay. Uh, and next, on a totally different aspect, uh, this, mo- this movie. This movie. This movie here. This movie is called Little Monsters. It's number one. It's issue number one, and it's about vampire children. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. And it's a good looking book. I really like the colors. Yeah. I really like the letters and the the story is, I would like to see where the story goes.
0: Yeah. It's just a a town, I guess, a city of children, vampires who are living their daily monotonous life and waiting for, I'm just going to say dad to return. Yeah. Yeah. Who has apparently been gone for a very long time. So they're just trying to kill time until he returns. I can't wait to see Dad. God, my greasy fingers. Yeah, I know my fingers are pretty, like, you can see them all. My fingerprints all over the back of that thing. I'm going to have to get this professionally cleaned. (laughs) We know a guy. Yeah, we do, actually. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All
1: right. Now we have Norse (laughs) mythology. Mythology. You're just killing it today. This is issue number two uh, of the... Okay, so this is a third part, right? issue number two. Um, and this ends the story of the... Cold... Cold drink? Close. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, my brain. This just ends one story and begins another.
0: Mm-hmm. Which uh, is the beginning of... Ragnarok, the beginning of the events. His face.
1: Yeah, I know. I can of get over the colors and that? Like, um, yeah, I, I still enjoy this. So you know, if you like Norse mythology shit, you probably would enjoy this. Uh, artists sometimes differ, and I think that's a fun aspect of it. Also, this eyeshadow on Loki.
0: I know. I just I noticed that. So, um. I have not read this issue or the first one yet. Um, I obviously know what's happening, but this, I want to read it all at once when I read it, because this, uh, you you are aware of how much I love Loki and Norse mythology. Loki is probably my favorite iteration of him just because I, I love how vengeful he is when, the attention is not on him. Mm -hmm. I think it's very petty, and I just love it. But this part of any Norse mythology that is the path to Ragnarok hurts my feelings every single time just because of how fucking vengeful Loki gets. Because he could do so good. He could do so much better, and he just chooses to do the absolute worst. Yeah,
1: that's not wrong.
0: And so, yeah, I I just want to read it all together because I want to see how Gaiman wrote it all at once. Um, But I actually, I did read bits and pieces of this, and Loki's eyeshadow is incredible. (laughs) Like... Yeah, no, it's just... Okay. But yeah, you get the story of the mistletoe in here, and... I always thought that one was very funny. (laughs) All right. I did not read this one either. Um, This is... It's the way this starts. Yeah, this is Hawkeye, uh, Kate Bishop. It's number five. This is the last one, I believe. I didn't actually... For some reason, I thought it was six, but I'm pretty sure it's just five issues. Um, I've been picking this up for my youngest sibling because they love Hawkeye and I don't think they have read much of Kate Bishop Hawkeye, mm-hmm. so I wanted to get them the series, but I think I might actually read it because, I don't know, it just seems interesting. I, I really like the artist who does the art and stuff and, you know, yeah, Kate Bishop is just cute, so I think I might read it, but... I'm so sorry. I didn't read this one. I should have. I should have just read it. I got all the issues. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. So I have Good Asian. This is issue number nine. I believe there is one more issue. And then this is uh, done. And um, A 10-issue series? Yeah. Is that... It was only said, so, like, it ended up getting two more issues, I think is what I was saying. Uh, but yeah, this is coming to an end, so I don't really want to say anything that much about it, but I, I really love this book, and I really love, like, the twists and turns, and it's just such a good story, and I think it does a really great job of, like, exploring the history of the United States and California and all of the things that... You know, Chinese people and Asian people went through and just taking a look at that and like twisting it within the story of being like a police and being a detective and then also being very entrenched with like rich white people so it's just there's a lot going on it's really good um, I'm really excited to see the conclusion and I honestly like I know, could do more little mysteries. I could take another, I could take another Edison Hark story. Like, mm-hmm. it just, like, the way the beats work are just really well. And I think you could go, you Sorry. know, no, you're good, uh, in the past and still tell, like, a really, like, well-told story from his perspective as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you like the art in it? Because you, while well, you were just flipping through it, I just oh like, yeah, no, I love it. the
1: art like a lot. Yeah, there's it's like so some good. really good panels, and the colors are always really solid within mm-hmm. the story itself. It's just like I said, it's a it's very very good. Um, I feel like a lot of
0: people, you know probably, just like slept on this. I feel that's fair. You you talk it up every single time. And I can say, like, every single issue that I've seen, like, I love the art for it, but the covers are always really oh, good, yeah, too. Like, yeah. they're so simple, but you can tell, like, looking at it, yeah, this is a detective story. Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, it's just really good. I really like it. Okay, cool. I'm glad you
1: like it. Okay, so next we have Eternals. This is issue number 10. Uh, I am all caught up. I read both issues today. Nice. But Eternals just breaking into the Avengers Tower because they need to speak to it since it's an old celestial. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stuff is just not necessarily going anyone's way right now. Yeah. He's got that... You know what? He's got a great ass. Yeah, I know. He's just got a great ass.
0: Great ass! (laughs) Thanos has a fucking dump truck, dude. Look at that. Uh, good in a different world i'm just gonna cut that into there for everybody (laughs) that's a good idea actually just every
1: i need a button i'll just have it on record just hit a button every time we see thanos's ass or any good butts anyway continue continue (laughs) continue i Uh, I, start eternals good stuff there's gonna this is kind of leading into an event called I believe this is the Judgment Day event. Mm-hmm. Or is it X-Men versus Eternals?
0: I am not sure. I'll have to look and there's that just, up cuz there's, there's, there's just
1: s- too many people getting in fights with each other and once again as we said before, too many events.
0: Too much. Um, and also next week there is next week as in like this week in like 3 days. Uh, there is the Eternals the Heretic. Yes, the that- Thanos one shot or it's just like a one shot yeah, yeah yeah which they've been eternals has a lot of one shots like within the series
1: yeah there was no necessary reason to do it but i get it yeah like, thematically it makes sense because right. they're not like
0: but yeah just so there's a lot of eternal stuff coming up okay
1: for you big eternals fans. Yeah.
0: so um <laughs> this is batman urban legends it's issue number 13 this as you know Every time it comes out, I explain. It's just short stories featuring the DC Universe characters. Um, But these stories, like this one, and I believe the previous one, maybe two, are all like we're in the supernatural stage of DC. So you get like all the magicians and stuff like that. There's a Constantine story in here. All the
1: magicians.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, The... Okay, so part three. So it would have been the previous two okay. issues. Um, the art is absolutely incredible for all of these stories. They always have like, um, really good writers too. The the White Witch one, uh, Ram is writing, and like yeah, the art for this mm-hmm. one is like really fucking cool too. It's the guy who did Blue and Green with him. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Um, okay, I can tell now obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the the stories are all really good. They're not necessary to add to like read the whole series and stuff but each saga i guess uh has maybe four issues so that's really all you need to read if you want to get just like one or two stories out of it and i do think for that it is worth it but i really like i like the short story thing that they're doing yeah and this is a good cover too this is batman urban legends (laughs)
1: once again i just wish it didn't cost so much like, i know I it, it. Is, it I is it is a little bit so expensive. expensive but yeah 7.99 it's just like yeah there's a lot of content there mm-hmm. It's just like mm, mm. Anyway. she's thick this is uh monkey meat. this is issue number three uh monkey meat is just like a little anthology so each issue is just like a little little snippet of this world um Dealing with the Monkey Meat Corporation and kind of like what happens on this island and within this world. And all the stories kind of do have little connecting points, but I just, I really like them a lot. They're a lot of fun. I really, I like the art in each issue Mm -hmm. a lot. Just they're all kind of different in their own way while also being, you know, the same. And I really like the lettering here. (laughs) It's just like, yeah. It's a fun, yeah, really it's, cool. it's really fun. Um, it's hard to describe because each story is just, like, so very different, but it has, like, an aspect of silliness as well mm-hmm. as, like, odd, like, not oddly serious, but, like, serious tone to it as well just because it is just a corporation kind of, like, fucking people over in its own, like, ludicrous ways.
0: That's real life. Yeah, and that's just real life right there, so...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, we have Batman. This is issue 1056. I swear to fuck, we're almost getting out of this tower. It's almost gone. <laughs> and
0: Nightwing is out of the tower now. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be following him soon enough. Um, yeah, this is. We're, we're almost done because this is where uh, Batman comics and detective now are connected. They're banging. They're banging. Yes, yes um this is batman <laughs> i know I, I that killed me
1: it's just funny because you can see him in the background like coming yeah and it's just like okay clearly batman is here i clearly just really you're not just gonna kill nightwing by throwing yeah, no, him out I, of I the tower window this whole part yeah. of the story because i
0: was like really anxious i was like oh my god nightwing no especially when she's like Almost there, she almost yeah. has him, and then it doesn't work, and I was like, fuck, no! And I love how he's drooling here. Loved it. But it's yeah, something. no, there's... Finally, Batman is there, finally doing what he needs to do instead of farting around with Batman Inc. He needs He needs to pay attention to his city. He's trying to save the world. He can't even keep his city together. No. And then this also has
1: the second part, the House of Gotham, and... Just kids telling Batman, you know, like, you're kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of an asshole. <laughs> well. Uh, Alright, so then next we have X lives of Wolverine. This is issue number four. And I'm also just going to show this because they both came out and, the same week. And, yeah. yeah, and then this is just... I will still I'm still going to refer to it as butterfly effect Wolverine mm-hmm. until they they prove me wrong because it feels it feels so much like butterfly effect.
0: This, this issue in, yeah, definitely has that feeling like 100%. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's wild, which is why I was like I'm going to leave this here so you can read it. Um I it's it's just, you know, it's just a butterfly effect. That's it. It's not like
1: I like I we were talking earlier, it's not that I hate this story, it's not that I love this story, it's just a story that what I'm no reading and it's interesting that I decided to like start reading this. Like and could have just probably read both of your issues. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just like I I really feel like there's aspects of me that like really can't hold on to like Marvel characters for too much longer. It's weird how much I've like leaned towards DC books mm-hmm. and like have as a whole enjoyed them much more than like anything that's Marvel just feels like the same almost just like time and again and like sure this is a different story but it's still just like we're still
0: getting the same things that are happening yeah like
1: it's almost just like ludicrous you know X-Men stuff and like Eternals I enjoy because I I like the dialogue of the computers and it doesn't feel
0: like in the same it doesn't feel like in the same vein. Right. It but- feels like the way that um, The Last God felt for like DC books where it was just like really dense but like interesting. Like yeah. there was a lot to going on there. I don't know, and it's probably we don't know those characters very well, and so it doesn't feel like we're getting this over over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know
1: what happens in this life, even though it's different. Still, like this, there's a twist on it. It's Mm -hmm. like I fucking get the twist, dude. I don't care. Right. I think that's the problem is I just don't care. Like the Moira stuff in Devs, as I caught up, you know, today was just like, well, that's interesting, but Mm -hmm. I still just like.
0: You know, we get it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just like,
1: yeah, I, yeah we, she was the bad guy. That's why Mystique and Destiny want to kill her. Like, mm-hmm. she poses a threat to the mutant race. Like, and she's now teaming up to make a machine to kill all of the mutants, and then also backstab all the humans. It's just right. It is what it is. It's Moira. <laughs> it's Moira. I got that in Powers and House. Right.
0: Like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand the need to like bring her back again. You know, like I, I, just feel like it's she's she is the drama, she is the bad energy, and they only brought her back so that they mm, just spice up Krakua a little bit. Oh, yeah. Let's bring Moira back.
1: Let's get crazy. Yeah, it's and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's all just a a little rant about how I'm feeling about Marvel comics recently. Just because I feel like I just fair, I just don't feel like I've come out reading a Marvel book and been like, yeah, fuck yeah, I love this. This right. is like my number one book of the year. Like I never I haven't come out reading a book from Marvel like that for a while.
0: Yeah, no, me either. I noticed that I've I've been leaning towards DC more too, specifically Batman. <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but I've been reading more DC books as well. They've just been way more enjoyable, and I think it, again it is because we've just like had so much with these characters, like the the Marvel books that I'm reading. I've been reading those characters for years, yeah. years, and so I just, you know, I just want something different. Which spice, I mean, spice it up. Which is why I did like Miss Marvel because something. Different. I yeah, I, I've never read Miss Marvel before, and it's just a very fun story, and I want fun stories. I'm tired of like, no, this is serious. This is a real serious <laughs> story. We're changing the world. Uh. Which you know, it's it's fine, but like. Give me some fun shit, dude. You can only change the world so many times.
1: Butterfly effect.
0: <laughs> We're going to keep doing it
1: until we get it right. Uh, but that's all I got. You got anything else? I, I got shit. Well, thanks for listening. We're sorry. We'll never leave you for two weeks again. That was probably like the longest break we've had since we've started, I think. Yep. Definitely is. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening as always. Uh, go support your local comic book shops. Support your friends. Support support your local libraries uh do good things take care of your friends anything over there i feel like i covered all the bases no you did yeah very, very proud of myself all right well we'll see you on the flippity flip